0: Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone-themed podcast. We record the show live on the Thursday night on YouTube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey
1: Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos
0: Campos. Thank you! Telemetry
2: recovery. Let's Drone Out now.
1: Good evening and welcome to Let's Drone Out, episode two hundred and ninety-three. Uh, we've got a good episode this week. We've got a uh, quite a lot of stuff that we'll, we'll try and get through. So this week we have Curry. Hello. We have Blue Owl.
3: Hi, guten Tag.
1: We have Tony. Bonjour. We have Matteo. Hi. We have Stefano. Hi. We have Björn.
4: Salut, messieurs
1: dames. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Sashrenk. Uh We will probably have Jacket back next week. Uh, this week, he's uh, surrounded by piles of bits of car. So we'll see if he if he manages to cobble them back together and, and get on tonight. But. Uh, we've, we'll, we'll crack on because we've got quite a lot to get through. Because we've got this week, the, the two guys here are bringing along their FPV combat system, which I have been been, been waiting for you know for a long time since uh, I had to go with the, the laser tag system on the the Battle of Britain uh, show. Um, we had a great fun with that, and um, uh, a couple of guys on there. Heard about this project going on, and I've I've been I've been watching it very closely, waiting for it to come to release, and we're very happy to see that with it's in production now and will be in the shops within a month apparently. So yeah, we'll, we'll kind of go through what it is, but um, uh, before I kind of uh, go through everything, I've just got the little video queued up, um, so I'll show everyone kind of. What we're we talking about. Uh, so I don't know, Matteo, if you want to talk us through this video or whether we should kind of do that.
5: Uh, how you want? How to? I can, I can explain. Actually, that's uh, uh, this video is showing the main purpose of the FPV combat. And so a few years ago, I I just wanted to try to have some cool laser tag. Uh, dog fighting for our planes flying fpv so uh, I started developing my my own system since nobody I was like asking myself why nobody is doing that so uh, then I started to do that and the thing grown up in the in the last three years and I integrated the osd function and advanced game modes and what you are watching here actually is the the uh, real combat from two years ago where we were testing two models fighting against each other and the really cool feature is of course the osd is giving you a lot of uh, information on the on the video but the cool function is that it can also um, affect and manipulate the control of the model so that's basically what it is, the system, right now.
1: <clears throat> but you've, you've been working on it for quite a while, I believe.
5: Yes, I think there were three years. So three years and a half, I would say. <laughs> I started. <laughs> yes, because it's taking a really long time. Uh, it is not my full-time job, so I, can, I spend my nights working on the project. <laughs> and... Uh, so when I started seeing some cool results, especially with the integration of the OSD, uh, there is where the fun part started because I could implement a lot of different functions and uh, features, and I think we will we are going to talk about that in, during this uh, live stream today.
1: Absolutely, the, the other thing you know to to head off the the questions because I, I know um, kind of there is that question of it's it's an OSD system um, yes. and therefore it's kind of limited to the OSD chips and therefore you know may not work with digital, but you've you've made a way to work it with digital,
5: haven't you? Yes, actually uh, unfortunately uh, the digital FPV system came out. And uh, <laughs> they came out before my system. So then it's uh really downside for me. And, but a lot of users uh, around the, the world, I would say, of course, started loving the digital FPV system. So um, what I actually needed to implement uh, again back again in, in the system was the control of the addressable LEDs. And uh, I think that Bjorn has some Uh, has edited some cool uh, videos about that so basically you will you don't have of course the OSD on the digital system because right now it's just it's just not possible to have it so uh, what you can have actually is placing some addressable LED in the field of view of the camera and, and you can see Bjorn that light up his tanks and then uh, there are some LEDs that actually are showing the lives and the ammo of the system. So uh they are also uh, giving feedback to the um, to the user. It's a little
4: bit too bright. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it's good. That's that, that's really bright in the camera. It it doesn't look so much, but you can barely see also the.
4: You can see the green line and the blue line. The green line is the, uh, actually it's five LEDs for the life and the blue lines are for the ammo. And on top Mm -hmm. you see uh, one LED which uh, shows you the um, color of your team. Ah,
1: sweet. All right.
4: But I think we can see that later in the DJI uh, combat video better. That's nicer and clearer than now in the webcam
5: so one of the most uh, the biggest improvement that have been done in the past uh, year i would say after the uh, the summer the first testing that we did uh, a couple of a couple of days of uh, couple of years ago actually sorry and uh, it was to implement the functionality of the real time feedback so what i i did was just picking up some uh RF modules and uh, with those modules let me see if I can show you uh, a little bit better. So these modules here can be plugged into the system and actually they are giving you the real feedback when you hit someone or when someone hits you. so you actually know you can you can know and if you have a, a osd, So an analog system, you will get also the nickname of the other player that hits you or the nickname of the player that you hit during the fight. And uh, to get the the same feedback, of course, we can't have the um, character OSD. So we we can't see the nickname in the digital systems. But what you can have actually is the uh, light color uh, code. So when when the shoot, the player is shooting at another player and he successfully hits the other player, the LEDs in the cockpit will blink uh, white, indicating that he it was a successful hit for the player.
4: And that's and really really satisfying. <laughs> I'm 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 the user side today and uh, I really enjoyed it using that because. F- uh, and all the time before we had that uh, feedback, you were shooting and you were asking around: "Did I hit you? Did I hit you? Did I hit you?" <laughs> and maybe nobody said yes, or I don't know. No, nobody claimed the hit. But uh, then now you get you get real feedback and you you get the uh, the reward for your for your shot.
5: Yes, and there are a lot of features that uh, I, I think that uh, Bjorn the, didn't introduced himself. He's uh, one of the, I would say, the most active uh, tester of the system. So uh, while I was working on um, improving the functionalities and the function of the of the Mm -hmm. firmware, uh, Bjorn was giving me the feedback from the field and giving some really Uh, useful uh, advices for, oh, I would like to implement that feature. (laughs) Is it possible? And then, uh, okay, maybe yes. No, forget it. or (laughs) 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 I I remember one time he just uh, told me, okay, look, I never even noticed that you have the M.O.S. showed up in the OSD, and so I don't really think it's useful. And I I replied to him, okay, I spent something like two months on that feature. <laughs> 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 We're gonna keep <kick> it <laughs> to,
4: to, okay. to have the to have the graphical amount of ammo disappearing.
0: Right.
5: Yeah. Um, I, I will try to, just, to show you, maybe. That's cool. Yeah. So, you just, only get, so you get you get a certain amount of ammo when you're shooting each other. Uh, you can set up at that that uh, feature in the, um, the that number in the um, OSD menu. Oh, so, right. okay. And when you say uh,
3: shooting, when you say shooting somebody. Does it work like paintball, or doesn't? Does it work like laser tag? How do you uh, like? Is it? I didn't do my homework, so I
5: don't know. <laughs> basic, <laughs> I don't know how it works. <laughs> the basic principle of of working is uh, on infrared LEDs, so right. it is more similar to the laser tag. <laughs> and since it is on laser, and it's not vis, uh, not laser actually, it's just infrared LEDs. So, since it's not visible from the light, from the cameras or the human eye, you will not get the feedback from uh, a a visible feedback that you're shooting. That's why I implemented the the features in the OSD. So, that was the purpose of the. uh, Mm.
0: So, one of the things about infrared, because a few guys have tried this before, and they had problems with working it in the sunlight. Yes. And, and having it accurate, how did you how did you get around those sort of problems? Is this what the development time took?
5: So uh, you just uh, there were different ways to do that. At the beginning, uh, I was trying to coding the infrared light, so i were I was able to send also some information over the air and get a, a good range. So there um, and okay, one step back. Uh, you can drive an LED with different amount of power. So the LED that we I'm using for the gun is really uh, is not a common LED. You can you have to look for that. It has some really specific uh, um, uh, how to say uh, performance. It can be drive at a very high current, so you can get a very long shoot uh, shooting range.
4: And it also it, has it, a very narrow beam. That's yes. one of the main reasons
5: because for the range. The same, yes, the same LED can give you a, a very wide angle or very narrow. So in my case, I'm using uh, a 10 degrees uh, opening beam. And of course, it, it is not 10 degrees at 30, 40 meters away because it, it lost some, some shooting power. I don't know what to say. But uh, basically, when you drive correctly and for the in the right timing you can get very good ranges from the this simple LED and on the we discovered after uh, some real world testing that the LED was um, should was capable of shooting at over 35 meters in direct the uh, daylight so i'm talking about summer here in italy and um, the problem was that when I was coding the the, trigger, the shoot, it was getting some a lot of noise from the around, so shadows, props, and mm-hmm. servos, if you're using planes or something like that. So it is a really tricky uh, environment where you can play with this uh, setup. So uh, I had to work again, and after a few steps back, I realized that I needed to drive it in a different way, which was not coded anymore. And that was giving me very good range. I improved the range just uh, at about, I, I would say 40 meters uh, without aiming too much. And if you aim, uh, you can get very far. Uh, also 50 meters here is really, is possible. The problem is that you need to to aim. You can't just shoot and you will get <laughs> your target. So and, that's where the
4: and flying a plane and aiming is not that easy as it sounds.
5: No,
3: <laughs> it doesn't even sound easy.
5: <laughs> no, uh, yes, yeah, so that, that's really crazy because you are so focused on the, um, following somebody else that you can get really easily disoriented. And so you can lose control with like one second and crash and destroy everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Matteo, do you have a a system on your on your desk there with your nice camera desk setup? Maybe you could kind of show us the, the yes. bits of the system. We can like talk through that a bit, maybe.
5: So uh, I prepared this uh, simple diprone model oh. to try to show you. Um, a few features, a few uh, connections of the board. And basically, so uh, the board to work needs just uh, uh, one simple standard uh, channel from the um, uh, standard receiver. So you can plug it into a PWM receiver, or you can, if you are using, um, for example, a flight controller, you can forward one channel. And to one output, iNav can do it that, and as well as um, Betafly. So you can forward one channel, and you just need that channel to trigger the shots. So uh, after you wired up the trigger, you can decide if you want the board to manipulate also the control of the system, or just keep working like uh, just visual visual f- uh, feedback. So. Um, Here I can show you how it looks like the OSD. It takes just a few seconds to start up.
1: Wow, it's fancy.
0: mm,
5: So I don't know if you can see it very well or- Yeah, yeah, we can. With the white background, it was
4: perfect. Yeah, Yeah, it's good.
5: I, I can show you also a little bit bigger here. And let me turn off the background. Okay, here. So this is basically what you are uh, what you have in your OSD. So there is the site in the center. Mm-hmm. There is the pilot icon, the nickname, uh, the battery voltage monitor, and actually you have two different voltages that you can plug. So depending if you are using just uh, uh, the battery or the the five volts from the receiver you can monitor more than one voltage and there is not really a limit for hobbyists since it can handle up to 60 volts so it's pretty high voltage and on the left side of the screen you can see the Mm MOS. so uh, those (laughs) Uh, Emos that uh, I was talking about before—the <laughs> ones that took you two months to code, yeah, yes, something like that. Now let me try if I can um, simulate a shot. Uh, yes, you can see ready. I trigger. It's ready to shoot, and then when you shoot, it gets damaged, and then simulate also one yeah. shot. And you can see on the yes. left side. Yes, this is just a simulation of the, from the infrared. LED uh, infrared uh-huh. remote control I pick up my tiranis. I will also try to show you a few other functionalities so Very on good. the left side you can see that the ammo are decreasing. Little The little icons
1: of the, the the shots of the ammo
4: and yeah. that's and also, going down also the lives are going down on the right uh, lower yes. corner uh ah, the yeah.
5: lower right yeah. corner you can <clears> see <throat> the lives Right now, a five, four. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. So it's uh, whenever you get shot,
3: right? When you get shot, you lose one line.
5: Actually, this is a tricky question. It depends (laughs) on the mode. (laughs) Yes, because that's not a uh, rule. In general, it's a good uh, rule, but that's not the only one. Because um, let me jump into the configuration of the model. Uh, I will show you uh, a few parameters. So all the configurations are done in the OSD. So you don't need. Uh, let me move myself a little bit lower, and something like that. Okay. Um, so what you are watching now is the menu, the main menu of the board, and you can navigate into the menu by simply using the um, the infrared remote controller. And this remote controller can be any remote controller that you have. So, so if you just a, got a TV
1: remote at home, you can yes. just point it at your Anything the, you have. the targets on your on your aircraft, yes. and it all that's cool.
5: Any any remote controller, which is based on infrared, can work. And actually, Bjorn is using uh, an app on his uh, smartphone, and he can control mm. the uh, the board by with a custom design. Uh, you can see now in his camera. With a custom design um, remote controller, which is, <laughs> I don't know, specifically built for the navigation in the in the menu. Really good. Mm-hmm. So, um, going back to the the question that I received before. Okay, let me go back. I'm getting some problems with it. What is wrong with you?
1: The problem is you're demonstrating it. Therefore, it's going to yeah. go wrong.
5: <laughs> yes. So let me jump into... No, there is the remote controller. Oh, empty batteries, really. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't believe that. Now, <laughs> <laughs> that's timing. Room. Yes. Murphy's Law. So um, yeah. if you go into the submenu for the model, you can set up a few other... Uh, parameters which are the defense level here there is an error i know i already fixed that but i didn't flash this board so now you see it's written wrong (laughs) never mind anyway um every time you get hit it depends by the uh the parameters that you have set up here the defense level and the shooting power and if for example in this case if you have a shooting power of three and another player uh, the victim of your shot is, uh, having, uh, something like defense level three, you will took one life every time you hit him. uh ah, For example, if you set up, uh, I don't know, uh, four shooting power and defense level is just two, you will get, uh, you will took, uh, two lives every time you shoot him.
1: Mm.
5: And, and the other side, if you have, a uh, uh, defense level, which is higher than the shooting power, you will get damage. And partially damaged, and then you will get, uh, you will lose the life once you get damage again. So this is
1: where you've got like a certain number of stat points that you can share. You know, so if you if you think you're a really good shot, Mm. then you want to have your shooting power. If you think you're you're probably not a good shot and you just want to survive more than thirty seconds, then you're gonna want to put your stat points (laughs) on the defense. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
5: It's very and actually, good. you can really play some strategy on, on that, because especially when you're playing with uh, some friends and teams, uh, you can build up a strategy. So a player which is really good at aiming can set up a very high shooting power and you know, I don't know, shoot rate. The, the rate is just how many birds are at the, at the shot every time you the uh, one shot. The higher the number, the longer is the shooting. So it is easier actually to hit the other player. And uh, the other two are just the two values that you can set up and play around with them.
4: Yeah, and you have have a total of 10 points you can distribute on all your uh, features.
5: Yes. Mm. Yes. That's cool. So, so, and. here I was trying to show you. Okay, this remote controller is not working very well. I don't know why. <laughs> That's getting me.
1: Do you mind um, uh, showing us that uh, maybe if you lift up the the your typhoon up there to up to the camera a bit, maybe we can kind of have a look at what the the bits look like. So there's on the nose. There's I guess a. The receiver and transmit, like the infrared so,
5: receiver and transmitter, is it? This is the receiver, right? mm-hmm. the one that you are uh, seeing here, and then this is the main controller, and these are just accessories connected to the to the model. And the gun, right now, is not plugged in. Uh, let me see if I can show you. Okay, here. so the gun
1: looks like a kind of a fairly normal what, 5 mil LED with a, a little board behind it and a, a kind of a, yes. looks like a three component There are a freaking... couple of components on the back, and yeah. um,
5: actually there is one LED, which is the infrared LED, the, the black one, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. the white square LED is just an RGB LED, and it is blinking when you're shooting, and... One of the cool features that I think are implemented right now is that depending by how you plug in the the sensor, the, um, the gun, you will get uh, two different shooting level, uh, shooting powers. So for example, if you plug in, uh, let's say this way, so with the white cable on one side, you will get the, I don't know, maximum power. And if you plug mm-hmm. in if you just swap this connector, so the white is on the other side, now you change it, the shooting power of the gun. And this and is, this really is
4: u- <laughs> yeah, this is uh, re- really useful and necessary uh, when you play indoors, for example. When you play indoors and you use the full power of the IR LED, you have reflections, like you know that from your TV, you can also point with your TV on mm-hmm. the wall, On your back and you can control your TV and uh, that would not be useful in a game where you want to shoot shoot each other (laughs) and want to hit each other so when you play indoor you want to use the lower power mode uh, just not to fake everything (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, because I guess if you're just like on the high power and you're all in the room, then just after a couple of shots from either team, everyone's dead. <laughs> yeah, and, and you
4: and you will shoot yourself as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's just a nuclear option, just everyone in this room. Yeah.
5: Yeah. It, it is very powerful the LED. So if you want to get the, um, the very high level and high long range of shooting, you just need to do that
0: so i had two questions about this first off i was a bit surprised to see that the receiver is at the front i figured this would normally be on the back of a plane so people have a clear shot to it or does it not matter actually um
5: um this is just a model it is not a a real setup so uh i was i just wanted to keep it simple Um, and i'm getting ready to record some tutorials in the next days so this mm. is like a sneak peek <laughs> from the tutorials <laughs>
0: coming. I got you. And, and then, uh, and then
5: so I, I just wanted to show you uh, that there is the receiver and the controller. Mm. I didn't want it to show anything more right now. Mm. Um, for the placement of the sensor and of the gun, of course, we can talk about that. It's going to take really uh Yeah, a lot to to find out the right setup for that, because.
1: Yeah, so for for everyone kind of listening along, so the the gun's a little LED with a a little three pin uh, servo connector on the back of it, essentially. Um, A little PCB there, but very, very small. Um, that could go pretty much anywhere on anything. I imagine. I imagine you could probably stick that in like a a turret, a little pan tilt turret. And yes, you can you do want.
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Another question, Grand PFPV um, said, what what about um, using a head track, and so you can have your camera and gun that make things. Do, do you consider that treating? Does it make things too easy, or is that that fair fair game?
5: Um, okay, there is. Uh, it depends by how the player wants to play. So uh, some player, I, I received that, uh, that input from a different, play, different people around asking, oh, what about the head tracker? Uh, I can install the gun on the camera, for example, and aiming with my head. I said, if that is something that you want to do that, that way okay no problem you can do that just your friends need needs to know that you are doing that because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be everyone playing to... needs to agree to yeah. these rules but yeah. actually um i got some uh requests from different people which are uh loving the flights with the head trackers mm-hmm. and and they say actually uh that for example you uh, have to generate the real setup the guns are not moving with the camera. So, and the site is not moving. So, they mm-hmm. wanted to be able to disable the shot, the, the OSD site, for example, and the traces. Mm-hmm. And so, I added this feature that you can set up. You can choose, for example, the, um, the site model if you want more uh, old style or new style, or you can totally disable that. And. After talking again with other people, they they told uh, told me they asked me, uh, "Look, but I would like to be able to <laughs> disable. I would like that this site would disable just when I turn my head, and it re- it will be back on when I look at straightforward." <clears throat> mm-hmm. So uh, I added also that feature, mm-hmm. so you can basically. Also, disable good. the the site by just turning your head around. So every time you will be good. looking straight, you will get the site and the traces. And if you are just watching somewhere else, you're shooting, but you will not see the traces and the sight on the OSD. I've seen
1: in the Facebook group as well, um, which is also linked in the description below, uh, if anyone wants to follow along. Um, there's, I, I've seen as well someone. Having a little kind of Pepper's Ghost uh, with a little screen, like a like a little LCD screen reflected in a in a in a glass screen. I, th- uh, I 45 think we have that
5: guy here. <laughs> <laughs> that yes. guy is, is here somewhere. He can <laughs> directly talk to you <laughs> and explain.
4: Actually, uh, yes, that was me with the uh, small um, head-up display because I, uh, I really like how the OSD or how the RGB LEDs are working now uh, for the DJI users, but I still wanted to have the feature to know who hit me and who did I hit. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a kind of challenge, a challenge to uh, work on a head-up display. So I took a small LCD, uh, placed a uh, glass screen in 45 degrees and experimented on how visible is it in under which conditions. Mm. Um, In the end, I ended up with a glass screen coated with two layers of uh, half-transparent (laughs) mirror film stuff. uh, But actually, I was not... uh, so successful that i would say it will work <laughs> in a daylight environment perfectly because the you, the normal lcd screens are not that bright hmm. the backlight of the lcd is not very bright and um, against a sun or a, a sunny day and uh, maybe white uh, cloudy sky you don't you won't see anything you need uh, you need something like an like an oled which is uh, much brighter, and uh, actually, my OLEDs just arrived. Uh, last <laughs> <days>. <laughs> so,
5: so I still, I still want to try. Continues.
4: Yeah, I still want to try uh, to get an head-up display for my DJI setup. So but got... actually, I'm I'm totally fine with the RGB LED integration. So that's mm. that's cool. Uh, except that I'm missing some features.
1: Uh, to each other. So, Ali B is asking, "Is this for sale?" And Richard Warwick asking, "Who are the UK stockists?"
5: So uh, you can check. It is not on sale yet. It isn't. It is in process of uh, manufacturing right now. So, in the next uh, four weeks, I would say it should arrive to the to the stores, and you can check the. Um, this is. A good advice for everyone interested into that. If you go on the um, website fpv-combat.com, you will get the dealers uh, list. In the you will find the dealers dealers list in the in the website. So you can just uh, check who is um, selling that uh, the, the product right now. And if you have any advice, you can just uh, write me uh, on the page on Facebook or directly on the email, uh, or just ask to the, to the store, Oh, would you be interested, interested into this system? And then we will figure out how to do that. So it will be also available in the U S but, uh, I don't have the list of the stores yet, but it will be available directly in the U S. About the price range, uh, a lot of people are asking about that. So uh, there will be different version of the system. Uh, The standard version, which is the full size, uh, 36 millimeters by 36, uh, the standard mm, big flight controller. And uh, it will be available at uh, a price of $50 US dollars. I don't know if mm, sellers will apply additional sales. I, I don't know because the, the margins are really low. So right now the project is running on. Let's try to make it alive, and <laughs> and <laughs> let's hope that we didn't lose too much. Money on that. <laughs> because that's the the real truth.
3: <laughs> so what's what's really mind blowing for me is uh, you said at the beginning that you were implementing it for. Three and a half years, right? Around that. Yes. So, so, so that must have been uh, end of 2017 when you started. And when I think about the state yes. of of the hobby and, and FPV in 2017, Actually, I could barely I, I was fly. I the, then.
5: <laughs> in the early, uh, no, it was before. I think I started really to thinking about that at the end of uh, 2016. Yes and nice. <laughs> in uh, I, I remember because uh, I was implementing I was implementing the OSD functionalities when my daughter born so it was in June 2017 right. So yes in to, in 2017 I was already working on the OSD just basic basic fun- functionalities not really impressive but that was the beginning and now there are and all the game stuff, and way more things than you would expect.
3: And what was the biggest challenge that you ran into? What was the moment when you said, is it really uh, worth it?
5: <laughs> like, uh, from the beginning till yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so Right now, I don't I, I, really, uh, I don't know how... Uh, if it is is possible to get an idea of how many hours are spent into the model, into the design of this uh, Mm. uh, project, because it is designed from zero, starting from the firmware and uh, the CAD of the PCB layout, there are a lot of challenges coming up with uh, the design of this, uh, this kind of board and this kind of System we were talking before uh, make it work in the daylight is challenging, and mm-hmm. right now we can see just this system working and the system from video aerial systems, which is uh, out from a couple of I don't know a few months now, and but nobody else just uh, implemented this kind of functionalities and mm. the integration with the control of the board of the model and different kind of controls because you don't have just one one way to make it work. You can customize Mm -hmm. it how you prefer.
1: You've not even just got uh, the different uh, stat points either as well. You've you've got uh, different game modes as well, haven't you?
5: Yes. uh, There are, uh, right now, three games implemented and one additional mode, which is the compatibility mode for the video aerial system. project, which is always a laser-based, uh, infrared-based uh, combat platform. So uh, another question that I got very often is, can this system work with the Ace Combat from video real system? The answer is yes, it can work from out of the box and you can select the uh, specific mode uh, to get the full functionality, full compatibility with the, that system. But basically, um, I will try to uh, show you. Let me switch to the other view. Um, So I I saw um, someone had a tank.
1: Who was holding (laughs) up the tank? So can you can you can you shoot tanks versus planes and planes versus attacking ground? Tanks. Yes okay,
4: indeed yes. you can. Just that's
1: just
4: have to
3: well, learn that's,
1: how dive no, dive, dive, yeah. that's that's really cool.
4: Um, actually this was uh, I, I will let it switch uh, let it be switched off so you can see it better. This is actually my uh, Flug my Flug tank. It's uh, Flugabwehr Kanone it's German. Um yeah. It's the anti-aircraft tank. You can yeah. see here the the shooting LED. You can see here my pan tilt mount for the camera. And here you can see the uh, sensors. And we used this uh, in the w- when I joined the, the project um, or when I got, got uh, a tester. I used that when I was going alone to the field and I just placed that on a big flag so I could see it from the airplane and just shot at the tank to, to see how how good is my range, how good can I aim and uh, this tank gave me feedback with beeps and the LEDs uh, got lit up so I could see that uh, I hit something. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Perfect. Someone is yes. asking if you can change uh, TV channels.
5: At the beginning, you could. Right now, not anymore. Thank you. When did you do your... Oh, gosh,
1: shoot, Tony. Uh, four years ago, probably. It might have been about the right time for you to go flying through the TVs. Yes. We don't talk about me crashing into the TV. Shut up.
3: Sounds like a good story. I only hear it now.
5: No, we're not talking about that. All <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I had some audio problem, actually. So <clears throat> anyway, uh, this is the view that I, w- I wanted to show mm. you. Uh, so by pressing the OK button that you configure on the remote controller, you can select, you can get the access to the game selection uh, page. So there are three games which are fox hunt, combat, and capture the flag. and mm-hmm. the of course the video radio system um, compatibility mode that I was talking before. Uh, so for all the game, you' are gonna need to have the uh, install on your system the uh, RF modules, additional modules that you they will not be sold with the system or in the stores uh, in the hobby shops, you can buy them on Amazon, eBay or I don't know. Banggood, There are a lot of different uh, places where you can um, purchase those modules. They are cheap, like two or three euros. Uh, they work fine. You don't need to configure anything. So, uh, but they are needed uh, in order to work with the um, the game modes, because um, for the go- for the games you need to have the real time feedback. All the players have a uh, jump into a um, login procedure which is automatically done by the, the by the board by, by simply giving uh, a few inputs from the user and um, for example uh, let's try to to start the game I don't know. so um, when when you select the game, the game you press okay you can select the the duration of the match and for example in this case you can see the um the old score from the previous match and uh so what is happening is that uh the master uh, player is uh starting the match and all the other players are getting a notification Uh on the system and do you want to join this game and then if you trigger one shot from the transmitter it will Mm -hmm. Uh, jump into the, into, That's cool. the uh, into the game and then there is an automatic procedure that will list all the players you will see all the nicknames of all the players who logged into the game and uh, for example if you selected the capture the flag you can see the name of the flags which are logging logged into the game and when during the match you will get the full Feedback uh, and information of the player that you hit or the player that uh, hit you. Wow. So uh, and all the um, uh, additional features like defense level or shooting power. So you have really a, a simulation of mm. what could be a, a real battle from best. That's
1: pretty from intense. Best so what 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 the, the three game modes? There was yeah. the, the oh. Fox. So what, how have, do they all work?
5: We have a fox hunt, which mm-hmm. is uh, um, okay, uh, just let me tell you something. I, I, I'm finalizing the last release of the uh, <laughs> uh, manual manual. There will be explained in detail all the feature because they are really a lot to talk about <laughs> and if you don't have the system in your hand, you will not really get the, the fully understanding of what is going on. But basically, in the fox hunt, you have, um, it's like, uh, all the player has to catch the Fox. So when a player is, uh, catching the Fox, it's turned from the, to be from the dog, it's turned to be the new Fox. So basically when you start the game, all the players are hunting dogs and uh, the first uh, player who hit another one, he became the new Fox.
1: So it's like um, it or tag or or yes,
5: yes, it's something like that. Yeah. So basically, all the dogs has to try to catch the fox, and when they when one dog catch catches the fox, he becomes the new fox, and then Mm -hmm. his score, the fox score, is starting to increasing and counting up in the upper Ah, right
1: corner. I see. And uh,
5: the cool feature is that with the um, let's call it telemetry or the network, uh, you know, in real time, who is the player, which is the the Fox right now. So it show up in the OSD, the nickname <laughs> of the player, which is running away from wow. the other. Wow. And cool. if you have addressable LED, the LED will start blinking orange, like a Fox color, I don't know. I, we pick it up, the, the orange <laughs> color. It will start blinking, so you will know that the only player that you need to hit is the blinking one, which is the fox. <laughs> At the end of the game, there is the score table that show up in the OSD. You can enable it, disable. It depends how you want to, to do that. But
1: as, as it seems with everything that you've built here, there's a lot of options.
5: Yes, yeah. yes, a lot. And the combat mode is the second game implemented with the system. And it is actually just uh, uh the combat so uh the difference from the turn on the system and start fighting is that uh, within the combat it is needed for all the player to have the module for the rf uh, feedback mm-hmm. because uh, you will get the uh, those informations only if you have the module so uh, this is why it is uh, a dedicated mode uh, so you can start the match, set up the timer, start the fight, and then you will get the number of hits that you, then the successful hits that you did against other players and uh, the kills that you received from other players. And again, there is the score table at the end of the match, show up in the OSD and you can disable it if you don't like it because that's what Bjorn asking, actually. I don't want too many stuff on the OSD while I'm trying to landing. <laughs> yeah. So I said, okay, we'll try to disable those information <laughs> just for you. <laughs> and um, then the, the last one, the Capture the Flag? Capture I mean... the Flag. It's a really complex game. Mm. Uh, talking At least when I'm talking about develop development uh, side. Uh, for the user you will get you will need to build the some flags. Uh, let me see if I have one here to show you. Oh Bjorn has one to show you.
1: Bjorn has one.
5: <laughs> <Right?
0: Yeah>. <laughs> Actually <laughs> just like yeah. his lights just fallen
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the kind of paper to... expandable uh, globe lampshades. Yes,
4: yes. Yeah, it's a lot and they... of so I... is an Arduino inside. And um, here are some IR receivers. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, actually, um, capture the flag. I don't know if you ever played uh, some online games where you have that mode. Um, You can shoot with your tank, with your plane, with your whatever, wherever you installed your combat system. Um, You can shoot the flag and the flag will... Um get the color of your team and will mm. um, count score to your team score mm. as long as the flag belongs to your team so when another team shoots the flag it changes the team and counts score for the other team and in the end you you see the scoreboard and uh, how many flags have been on which Team side for what time?
2: So actually, yeah, Yeah, basically you have like uh, your points are basically the seconds that you're having the Mm -hmm. the possession of that flag. So uh, and based on the number of flags you have during the game, you're going to have I don't know 300 seconds during the game, and so you have 900 points for three flags those 900 points will be divided between uh, the the different teams. And presumably, teams can defend their flags by shooting the other planes that are coming to try and take it? Uh, I think you can only shoot the flags during the uh, capture of the flag. Ah. So, Or actually, I think Matteo implemented some kind of shooting mode that if I shoot you, you're not able to shoot the flag for some Mm. time.
1: That makes Mm -hmm. sense.
5: Yes, actually you you can uh you can shoot against each other but those kind of informations will not uh be really useful for the game.
1: You don't get points for it.
5: No. no the, the only you're proposal just, you're is just the blocking the
2: other one. Yeah. Mm.
5: Yes, and cool. slowing down their uh their game. Okay, I'm trying to uh change my view but <laughs> my But i blocking again.
1: So, one, one question we haven't actually asked you on air, um, whereabouts are, are you three in the world at the moment? Uh, like, are you able to fly out and test them together, or is, is that a bit tricky? Uh,
5: actually, I'm in Italy, Bjorn is in Germany, <laughs> and we I don't have really many people here close to me that helps me with the uh, testing of the system in real life. So. Um, we did it in the in the summer. Yes, a, a lot mm-hmm.
1: of
5: really uh, intense days flying. When, for example, Bjorn and Jens, one uh, his friend, came here. We met with Stefano, and uh, then we had a, a crazy weekend flying around. Yeah, that was we, awesome. That was <laughs> awesome. We destroyed something like I think five models in <laughs> two days. Oh, good effort. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you, you will never believe how easy it is to, to get some crashes and mid-air collision by <laughs> flying planes in the open space. That's crazy. <laughs> That's oh, really crazy. That.
1: Um but you glaze over that just like oh we just had a weekend together. But like I I believe Björn had quite quite a drive for that one, eh? No?
4: Yes, actually I think uh, the Matteo made up the idea or the idea was in the in the air for for some time and on sometime uh, on one point Matteo just wrote hey Bjorn i have uh, two week uh, two weeks uh, my family is somewhere else and uh, do you want to come over and i was like hey we don't have lockdown at the moment so <laughs> yes why not let's let's make it a weekend <laughs> and uh, I asked one of my friends, uh, I also gave one of the boards to him and we were testing it. And it was like, Hey, let's make a cool FPV trip to uh, over the Alps uh, down to Italy and visit Matteo, the developer of the system. And actually t- until this point, we didn't knew each other too good. So we, we, we mm-hmm. I, I knew he was developing the system. We were communicating sometimes and I was giving him feedback, but actually we, we were not friends or something like that until that point. No. And uh, yeah, then we packed our our stuff. We packed uh, my small uh, Opel Astra Coupe with I don't know, like five big planes, quadrocopters, no. batteries, chargers, uh, <laughs> and. Then we were uh, on the decision how to go to Italy. And you have the chance to go through through the Alps or over the Alps. Oh, okay. We were like, mm-hmm. we have to go over the Alps. We have Definitely to over. Pull, pull out yeah. the planes on top and we have to fly there. <laughs> and yes, we did it. And it was awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, so after a long 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 friday of driving we arrived at matteo's place and uh, then he started updating all our boards he soldered <laughs> like a uh, like a maniac and uh, yeah on the saturday and on sunday we were flying around uh, milano and yeah it was pretty cool and since then i would say we're friends <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah
5: <laughs> definitely yes Saving there, friends again.
0: There, there was another part in the board I wanted to ask you about because you told you said uh, the board can affect the flight. Is this what the output is? It I saw it set to shake. Can you make it do things when you get hit and sort of affect like oh you've been hit and this does yes. this?
5: Now if I can turn the view here, I will try to show, to show you. Uh, so yes, when you uh, enter into the menu, you have the output submenu so um here you can set up three different modes Uh, so you have one output for the from the coming out from the board and it can be set to shake mode or ESC mode or auxiliary so in the uh, auxiliary mode is very simple and uh, you basically let me i will just go around here (laughs) <laughs> okay, let's let's do like this and that's easier. Okay. Yes. Uh, Don't go too deep
4: into the details.
5: No, 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 <laughs> I, I will just show you these three parameters, uh, auxiliary norm, auxiliary shot and auxiliary dead. Mm-hmm. So you can set up three different positions for one servo output and you mm-hmm. can plug directly into the board anything that can accept that kind of um, standard PWM uh, signal. So a servo and electronic switch, or an ESC, uh, whatever you want, actually. Uh, so, and there
1: so are maybe, maybe for example, a little control board that's connected to maybe some kind of smoke pyrotechnic device. Yes. Yes. For
5: example, <laughs> for example that's a great thing. A <laughs> Great example. Actually, uh, the board can drive also directly some um, power loads. So, if you have an ignition system or like a very bright LEDs which load is uh, lower than five amps, you can directly power them from the board. Mm. So that's uh, already integrated. But if you want something more, something different to have more control, you can set up a a servo output and uh, set those three parameters in order to to get three different positions for normal state, for one position when you get hit, and one position when you finish the lives. So uh, this is the first mode, uh, auxiliary. Then you have the um, ESC mode. The ESC mode is uh, um, intended to be used with the, of course, ESCs. So if you want, for example, to cut the throttle of your model when you are you receive the hit, you can set up the parameter in the ESC off, the ESC off parameter. You can set up the value that you want to 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 force the output to the ask so for example if you turn, want to turn off the motor when you get hit you can do that mm-hmm. and, uh, and then mm-hmm. it will turn back on when you when it finished the sequence or if you finish the lives it will stay off for example and then you have uh the mode that that i actually like the most is the shake mode so this mode actually is taking the input from the, re- and then it is forward forwarding the out uh, the same uh, signal from the receiver out um, through the outputs of from the board, and I don't know to a uh, mm-hmm. servo or to the ESC. So mm-hmm. uh, what happens when you get hit, uh, when you get hit by other players is that, is that uh, the this part this value gets modulated by the board so it it introduces um a sort of uh, noise on the control, so you can see actually your for example, if you wire up on the aileron of the plane, you can see the aileron moving up and down when you get hit. But the cool thing is that you will get you will see the control of the model because it will um, modulate the 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 signal on the same amount on both directions. So you will get the same control of the of the model, but you will feel the heat on the model. Because for example, on the planes that we were flying this summer, or that Bjorn is testing out, you can actually see from the video that the video is shaking. And then when it stopped the sequence, it stopped shaking and you can fly again normally without losing the controls too much. Mm. Mm. And Always here in this menu, you can select uh, how long you want this sequence to be wow. done. To, yeah, so
1: to, how long it keeps very, shaking your, your yes. model around for.
5: <laughs> yes, and you can set up. But That's up to you. So yeah. in my case, uh, in our case, it was always set about, uh, I don't know, three seconds, mm. five seconds. I don't know. You can set up the, the amount so, of time.
1: So, so we're looking at saying kind of may ish that these are hopefully going to be in in stores and people can buy them and when they get the the unit the first um there'll be these kinds of uh settings and they can go around and start shooting each other um with with their models you will get
5: the board you will get uh, you can jump into the um, use of the board and the fun part of Mm -hmm. the board by just simply wiring wiring up the i don't know the battery the sensor and the gun Mm-hmm. And of course, the signal from the receiver from the receiver yep. triggered the shots. And,
1: and then, uh, then, then probably the next step after doing that would be to get one of these four hundred thirty-three uh, packet radio little yes. miniature packet radios. Um, wire that in, on, and all the kind of in. clever games get get going. Yes. You um, can jump
5: into the more deeping deeping configuration of the. Could you uh, set it up to
1: electrocute each other? (laughs) Uh,
5: Actually, that was uh, something that we were planning to do.
1: (laughs) Watch this space.
5: Yes, Um, you don't really have any kind of limitations when when we are using this kind of modules. And mm. I can't promise you, but in the future, it could be that you can just take one additional module, flash one Arduino, for example, which is something that everybody can can get very easily yes everyone did very easily yeah, and yeah, then okay it. I want to be shaken or uh, fired with the teaser <laughs> yes uh, and <laughs> check combat brilliant so you will know who who was the victim of your shots? Well, well, they shout, weren't they? Like, ah! but,
1: uh, in, in terms of actually getting these into the shops, uh, we we do have to thank Stefano, I believe, for, for a lot of actually getting getting those in into, into the shops where we can buy them, right?
2: Well, let's say that um, I haven't spoken much during this uh, live stream. Sorry, guys, but I was listening to everything. So I d- didn't want to jump in the various descriptions and uh, information that Matteo was giving.
1: There's a lot oh, of information and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sad that we didn't get to cover all the stuff that you've done with ModelDrome as well. I might have to invite you back sometime soon to, to go through some of that because that's really cool yeah, as well.
2: That's, uh, that's okay, obviously uh, it'll be very nice of you. And uh, all, all I can say is that we've been working together since 2018, I think, with Matteo. And we, we did many, many fairs around Italy. And we brought the first prototypes of the FPV combat. And uh, uh, kids could try this experience by having some kind of homemade rifles where they could shoot around the drones we were flying. So it was. Like the, the first test benches for the FPV combat system, where actually he could use those those uh, particular situations in order to see how the, the system could react to outside shootings and uh, points, lives, and everything. So we began like that, we were friends, we, we actually were more friends Project Friends is that flying friends. We we almost never fly <laughs> together, obviously, and uh, not talking about the last year and a half, obviously. And, um, <laughs>
5: because so, because the last time, last time we were flying together with Bjorn and Jens, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, were, you destroy. You weren't. He didn't install the system on his quad. He was <laughs> making the the videos from outside, from the uh, third point uh, point of view, and. So I think you got jealous with (laughs) not having the system on on your board. He just tried to keel has many models as possible. <laughs> Find some more
2: traditional forms of model aircraft yeah. combat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's right. Actually, uh, the, the wide angle of the camera made me come go very close to their models in order to, to take cool shots. But sometimes uh, the shots were a little bit a little bit too cool, so I just <laughs> into them and uh, cut some parts of their ailerons and everything. And uh, yeah, there there are some interesting shots that we can share maybe. In,
1: a, in another streaming yeah but yeah we'll definitely have to have you back and, and cover kind of the stuff you've done there but um have to kind of wrap up now but uh you've definitely inspired i've got Don, dominic clifton in the chat of mr clean flight he's he's coming up with lots of ideas of other things that he sounds like he might be interested in doing so we'll we'll see what happens there but it's i'm i'm definitely keen to get my hands on one i'm definitely keen to Maybe try and see what we can do at this mini air show invitational event that I've been trying to put together this <laughs> year. We'll, we'll maybe try and do something. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing this and, and playing it. So thank you guys for k- making it and making it work and getting it out there. And thank you for coming on tonight and sharing it with everyone. Um,
5: it was my pleasure, honor to be here. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thanks, thank you guys thanks for hosting us
1: thank you thank you yeah so uh, thank you everyone as well for all our patrons and all our audience all listening along uh, tonight we have been curry kitten
0: hello goodbye
1: blue out
3: goodbye
1: tony bonjour Matteo. hi stefano <laughs> bye bye and bjorn ciao I've been I a life. high five
3: before we go <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you. and we'll see you next week thank you very much <laughs> goodbye
0: telemetry lost